Hi. Hello. This is episode 19. 19. We always forget. I always forget. 19. But we're here with Rania from the Mint Society. And this is... Oh, I'm sorry. We have Hi. to do the... <laughs> this is Jess. This is Elsa. And this is the i2 podcast. And uh, I promise we're going to get this wrong one day. Or right, <laughs> right one day. Oh, no do-overs. No do-overs. Um, okay, so yeah. If you stuck through us with that intro, um, welcome again. And welcome, Rania. Hi. So... Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, this is, I hate when you ask this question. Because <laughs> where do you start? Like, I guess I'm from Austin. I'm 29 years Like, all the specs. Right. But. <laughs> what are your deets? Just like <laughs> when you start dating a guy. Yourself. Your friends are like, yeah. what are the deets? Um, but I'm just a girl who lives in San Antonio. Like, I, I don't know where to. So, yeah. I guess we should go back and, like, think about when we started the podcast. We were like, who do we have on? Mm-hmm. And. We always think about who can push the combo, and I think that's exactly what you've been doing on your Insta, mm-hmm. especially lately. I feel yeah. like Mint Society has gone through like a re- like a renaissance. Yeah. Um, if you don't follow her already, please. Yeah, it's super cute. The content is super colorful, and just the way that it's laid out, I give you so many props. Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, I we talked about this earlier, but. I always think about who I was and like what struggles you go through, especially when we didn't have representation. So if you're a 90s baby, like who did you have to look up to? I mean, let's think about that for a minute. Who was the plus size person that we could say like? Tyra Banks was considered Mm. plus size. Mm -hmm. This blows my mind. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And she was considered like a curvy model. And I mean, to give Victoria's Secrets credit, their models were a lot curvier in the 90s than they are mm-hmm. currently. Um, and I think we're in this interesting renaissance where you have two very, very different perceived ideals of beauty. So you have like these real thin Instagram models. You have like that Kardashian curvy but still thin. Mm-hmm. And that's like the most unrealistic, mm-hmm. um, I think, body type. And then you have this group trying to push the boundary so Ashley Graham Tess Holiday, yeah. all of these models who would have never had a chance prior to this like I guess renaissance of the plus size body coming to the forefront and I think that this is like the perfect time to represent people that we didn't have like growing up yeah yeah how would you describe your Instagram like what is your quote-unquote elevator pitch for your Instagram mm-hmm. <laughs> again like I don't I, I don't know I I want to be someone I needed mm-hmm. to like look at and say, okay, if she looks like me mm-hmm. and she can do these things and she can wear these clothes, I'm going to be okay. Like, I think that all plus size women, especially if you have been overweight your entire life, and I hate the word overweight. It's like, what is, what is overweight? But if you, <laughs> I call myself like a chunky monkey. Like if you've been that, <laughs> that, box your whole life which I think the first time I was aware was like when a relative said something to me and I don't I think a lot of people have that experience that your relatives feel like they're doing something good but they mention like oh maybe not that piece of cake like maybe <laughs> no sorry no. my jaw dropped you don't know like you don't know there's no sound or there's no sound to jaw drops um 
how old were you then? I think the first time was like second grade where I knew something was different or people started telling you something was different yeah. and you could look around and be like, okay, I don't like wear the same clothes as my sister. Cause my sister was always very, very thin. And I think even because of her thinness, they put her in like gymnastics and dance and I didn't get the same maybe because I felt like I didn't want to, or I didn't have that interest and that drive. Um, she older or younger? She's younger. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm the oldest. Of so, two. Of two. Yeah, only two. Um, so, yeah, I think that's the first time I was aware of, like, how things are different here. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, I mean, we can go as deep or not as we want here. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and we talked about, a little bit about this with Janelli. Like, what is the journey? What does that look like for you? Like, when did you decide... I'm going to own this and like mm-hmm. really like live in this and be and be not just okay with it but like yeah celebrate it for sure I think I'm still on that journey I think yeah. even in this last year and through my Instagram content and like just deciding to not be afraid of like your belly roll and not be afraid of this angles and flattering and I find and even like just going to the content piece of it I find the pictures I look bigger do better. And yeah. I think it's because people can see that I'm not... Because sometimes your Working pictures make it. you look a yeah. little thinner than you are. Um, and I think the pictures that showcase that I'm like, here's like these little chubby like rolls. Real. And here's like these mm-hmm. dimples. Those are the ones that really take off. Um, but I don't know. I think the last year of high school, I really started to explore fashion. And even then, we were so limited in our options. Yeah. Like... American Eagle went up to a 16 and I was like 16, 18. Like I what it was struggling to fit into most things and not to bash like certain brands, but I think at the time you had like Torrid and Lane Bryant where yeah. which is like big box, yeah. a big disconnect. And I think they're still working on it. It's mm-hmm. like old lady and well then Torrid tries like, yeah, it's like Lane Bryant is that you perceive as older lady. And yeah. even my mom who's been, I think in the last probably 20 years of her life, she's been overweight as well. And she was always thin younger. So Mm -hmm. for her, she's always had the struggle of not being able or not wanting to do like buy clothes and saying, okay, next year when I'm thin. And I think that's the mentality you have to get off of. Like, what if you're never thin again? Like, why not celebrate clothes? Yeah. Right. Like who, like I would rather look great and feel great now than like, Put a size four dress on my dresser and like hope to fit in it next year. Amen. Yeah. I tell my customers that all the time. Like you have to dress for the person that you are right now, yeah. not the person that you are gonna be in five years or that you were five years ago. Because if you put that pressure on yourself, then you're not gonna feel good in whatever you have on. No, and I mean, and that's a thing. Like, what is size? I think that a lot of people don't understand numbers and as soon as I realized like no one knows that number inside your shirt yeah I think some people are very forthcoming like oh I'm wearing this size I still don't share that because I don't want anyone to think one way or another Mm -hmm. like wow I didn't know she was this size um if someone asked I'd be totally honest about it if they were like hey I really want to know the sizing on this so I can buy it for myself um because that's what I do on Instagram too if I know what size they're in and I can see like oh they have the same features but it's I mean we when we talk about that it's like not no two fat bodies are the same Uh, no at all yeah (laughs) like all of it falls in Mm -hmm, a different mm -hmm, way for mm -hmm, everyone mm -hmm. so and one time I saw like this Twitter post you know how sometimes you see Twitter posts like blow up 
And I was like, if she's over like 200, like, then she cannot be like your girlfriend or something weird along those lines. I was like, Ashley Graham is probably over two. Like you don't know what 200 pounds looks like. Right. It can look so different on so many frames. Especially with different heights. Heights, and- dispositions, like where does everything fall? Yeah. And so I think that's why our visual market of like Instagram and Tumblr, even Facebook to an extent, are so important because it gives us accessibility to what real people look like. Mm-hmm. So you and mentioned that, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh no. Um, I was going to say you've been taking a lot of risks with your whole like bathing suit pose mm-hmm. and your sleeveless pose. Mm-hmm. And so we give you mad props for those for <laughs> sure. Cause I know Jessica used you as a muy muy moment one week, a few mm-hmm. weeks ago, but my question would be like, what post has made you the most nervous to hit submit and to like, I put it I out mean, there to the world. There's two facets here. It's like sleeveless has been something I've never, I don't like sleeveless. Mm-hmm. And I remember summers like miserable because mm-hmm. I put a cardigan mm-hmm. or a jacket on. Even two years ago, Pat and I went to an event and I wore a leather jacket over a sleeveless dress and I was like miserable. Mm-hmm. And even two years ago, not to be have the confidence just to like wear a sleeveless dress shows how far um shows how far like your journey can come like, yeah you be comfortable in something one day and then the next you're like mm-hmm. I'm, I don't care or what people say and so I think the sleeveless post wasn't super nerve-wracking to post but walking around sleeveless all day felt super foreign yeah um, and then the other day I did the mod cloth jumper and I did, Oh my like, God, which was adorable. <laughs> Thank you. Um, the one with all the animals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, on the bird too, which was yeah. like, I would fall. Like that would be the boomerang of me. Like, <laughs> oh no, it was so fun. That was super fun. But yeah, I didn't think twice about it. Like it was so hot, obviously. Um, but I didn't think about it. And yeah. I think that's like three weeks ago I was posting something I was super nervous about. And this time I was like. Those arms look big. We're just gonna yeah. like we're gonna. So roll how did you it. get over it? Like, what if somebody's listening and they have some kind of insecurity? Mm-hmm. What did you tell yourself, or how did you know that you were gonna be okay once you posted it? I think, I mean, I think all of our fears come down to like thinking of what others are thinking. Mm-hmm. That I think that's where it stems yep. from. Like, are, are they looking at me? Are they judging me? Because. We're all internally like super judgmental. I think everybody's judgmental. And the cra- the crazy thing is, is that everybody has something about themselves that they don't like. Right. So the majority of the time, everybody's just worrying about themselves yeah, and not other people. Not other people. Yeah. And no one says anything to you. Like if someone's staring, like that's their that's their deal. It's not yours. It really is like such a like a fun moment when someone is staring, and you're just like, you know what? I don't mm-hmm. know what to tell you. Like. <laughs> This is it's as good as it's getting. Yeah. 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 Like, I did think, like, especially now with the cutoffs, like the shorts that I got mm-hmm. from you. Mm-hmm. It's like three, four years ago, Jessica would never have worn those mm-hmm. shorts because, oh my God, all the dimples and like I hate yeah. the way my knees look. And I, I mean, I'm walking around in the pearl where it's not, it's more, I think. Uh, it's an interesting space because <laughs> people go there on vacations so or everybody's yeah. like on the, like it's seen and be seen. Mm-hmm. So everybody's just like dressed impeccably and having mm-hmm. a great time. Um, you have to be ready for an Insta moment. Right, time. exactly. Because <laughs> it is such an Instagrammable yeah. place. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking around and it's just like, you know, my shorts are probably riding up, but also what? Like, yeah, it's not like, like 
I'm sorry you saw an extra piece of my thigh. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but are you sorry? But exactly. Like yeah. other people wouldn't no apologize. Reason. So why? Mm-hmm. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you did mention you were interested in fashion. Mm-hmm. So what, I mean, kind of what background, obviously men's society is like next level fashion for sure. <laughs> next level. Here's the thing. I got mad at her. I was like half joking, half like, Ranya, what the hell? When she posted about J. Crew and Universal Standard. Standard. Yeah. And I was like, I'm supposed to know these so I can budget for this expenditure. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, you're really connected in that sense. So what, what kind of school did you go to? What kind of... Yeah. I mean, I... So I majored in communications and political science. Mm. And political science was pretty much an accident because I wanted to go to law school. I wanted to be, like, my dream job was to be a U.S. senator. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, you could still do it. You know, I could if I wanted. Yeah. That was my trajectory. And then I took this law course for a summer. And I was like, mm, nah, I'm not passionate about it. Um, and fashion has always been something that I've used to express myself. And even I'm not that much into designers. And I think I'm not into designers because they don't cater to bigger mm-hmm. bodies. So the people I really aspire to are big box brands who are designing for bigger bodies. Christian Seriano is really inclusive. Oh my God. Right. Stuff is amazing. So there's, there's people that you can connect to, but when it comes to like Da Vinci, I mean, right. Mar- like, what do I care? I can't afford it and I can't fit into it. Yeah, right. So that's not where I am. But I think when you called that out, it made me realize people are listening. And if I know something to share it, to share my feelings and thoughts. So I've been more aware. So I thank you of that because I was just like posting for fun, not realizing, Oh, maybe someone wants to like grab this for themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I really was like, man, that, that would have been a cool jumper, but it's like, they weren't cheap. Uh, yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, the, and that's kind of a good thing because you don't want to buy something that like might fall apart, like yeah. forever 21 right. vibes or, I don't know. I mean, I'm starting to get into this phase where it's like, let me spend just a little bit more money so that I can wear it a little bit longer and into the future and not just like this season, Mm -hmm. which is hard. It's hard to do in our bodies. It is because it is, we have what is called a fat tax and I see it in brands like ASOS and especially Target and Target is somewhere I love so much. Clearly, like I just posted about it, but If you go online and you're shopping because they have really cute clothes and really accessible clothes, but on average, the plus size version is five to $10 more, Mm. which doesn't seem like a lot, but why should I have to pay? Because people have said universally, it doesn't take that much more to make a plus size garment. Like you're really not paying um, for that extra, you know, yard, if if even of fabric. So um, there is a fat tax and we are charged more for our clothes. And whereas... I think I say like, you know, straight size body can go to the mall and really walk into any store and get things on sale. We have to curate our styles way more and think about where mm. our money is going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a double edged sword. Wait, so yeah, you do you do you want to talk about work? Sure. I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I work for J Crew. Mm-hmm. Um, I work behind the scenes, so I work for like our customer service, and I. I'm the supervisor of the international team. So what's going on behind the scenes, like shipping and customer errors and all that stuff, that's what I do on a day-to-day basis. Wow. Mm -hmm. How did you get into that? Um, I worked at the store. So I worked at La Cantera. 
And after I graduated, I think we all go through like the crisis of where do I go next? Yeah. What am I gonna do? And I cut off my hair. <laughs> yeah, like just the normal. Yeah. yeah. Um, I ran away. <laughs> see you later. Um, and so I saw an opportunity at our call center, which is here in San Antonio, and I applied for it. And I met the right person, and they got me in, and I've been there for five years now. Wow, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I ate a grape. Sorry, guys. I have a whole spread. <laughs> so rude. I know. Um, I mean, when you go to the office, obviously you're not like sitting next to designers and stuff. But like, how vocal can you be on those like big conference calls that are like, well, we're gonna have this, and you're just like, Ahem. so honestly, I'm very <laughs> removed from right anything product related. Yeah, I was a supervisor of the stylist team for a really long time, and I was more in just the the aftermath so we're getting this new style great here's how we like talk to our customers about it or style it for them um even the universal standard launch uh, we had no idea at least i had no idea until i got an email from universal standard and it said jay was like oh something happened like something's wrong here i gotta call somebody but then i saw they were bringing all of these sizes to j crew which is traditionally like even for me, I rarely wear J. Crew unless I can like figure something out from right. Google, um, because we've catered to a different body type for so long. Right. Mm-hmm. So be- with Sorry. the Universal Standard launch, did they put it in stores or was it online only? There are a few stores that have it. So okay. Houston has a store with okay. Universal Standard. Of course, all the New York stores I think have them, um, and then a few scattered around. So I think there's a total of like 10 who have the in-store. I know. There was like an in-store option in the bottom of yeah. the, the mobile. Mm-hmm. But yeah. That was so interesting. I wonder how they chose Houston instead of somewhere else in Texas. You know what? It's interesting because I don't know if they did market research. Um, and I'm sure someone had to do some market research. But <laughs> somewhere, someone. You would hope there. somebody in corporate would. Because usually Dallas, for any brand, I think is... Mm-hmm. The place because of how I don't know it's just a different market as far as yeah. their accessibility to fashion. You have like Nordstrom there, and so people go to Dallas first. Um, and I don't know, maybe Houston was a, a buyer of size fourteen and up, and that's where they thought they could be successful. I, mm-hmm. I don't know, but I think it's great. I think I love that we have one in Texas that we could like go to if we wanted. If we really wanted to, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's Do you something. think they'll bring it to... I mean, obviously, it did well. Mm-hmm. Like, that thing sold out immediately. Yeah. Um, what does that mean for a brand? Like, obviously, you guys are the fashion people at the table. Like, does that push them to bring it into the store faster or try another online or... I feel like they'll probably try to expand it to other stores before because if it worked once and it's going to work again, just having to be really smart about the market research and, like, where to put it because I know... When we, because I worked as a visual manager at Forever 21 in my previous life, and a lot of the plus sizes, we would, we, the people that are in the store day in, day out, talking to customers, Mm -hmm. knowing what sells and what doesn't, um, had to tell our corporate teams, like, no, you need to stop sending plus sizes to Austin because nothing's selling over there and bring it all to San Antonio because we were selling out of (laughs) plus size stuff left and right. And so, I think it's probably going to be a mix of research and then talking to the actual stores within mm-hmm. the cities to see where it's going to go. Absolutely. And I think for, if you look at brands in general, you have Express expanding to size 18, which yeah. is still pretty small, mm-hmm. um, but it's like, it's a stem. Yeah. Um, you have Loft expanding. 
J. Crew just did this partnership. You have these brands recognizing this works. And it's half a marketing, I think, technique because they know that people are attracted to the wrong word because I'm not using it in like a sexual manner. Mm-hmm. Like, no, we can't <laughs> No, you're good. But they are enticed by it. Like yeah. when they see someone who looks like them, I think they want to shop at that brand. And there was recently a call out by Loft because they were putting the plus size models in their store as far as like the marketing, mm-hmm. but there was no plus size clothes in there. What? So like you're using her in your marketing and, and capitalizing on this, but I can't go to your store. Oh, that's crazy. And get these items. Uh, and so I think brands are starting to rethink like what's yeah. working. And we have, I think as a plus size market, all this money we want to spend. Mm-hmm. And if your brand can do it right, Clearly, I mean, just like with Universal Standard and J. Crew, you're gonna get your investment back. Yeah. Ever mm-hmm. since I think 2014, it's been over a 16 billion dollar market um, that is just not being utilized. Can and you so imagine? Like, just take crazy. our money, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was like yeah. the other day that I was telling you, it's a double-edged sword because if you don't do the right research and put the effort into really putting good product out nobody's going to show up to buy it yeah. and then big brands are going to use the whole thing of nobody showing up to buy it as saying oh we tried but it didn't work but the work. thing is the research is there and like the collaboration is there just like all of the like Huda I'm not saying that correctly Huda Beauty mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. Kylie and Patrick Starr all have their lines because they did something with it like at this point Gabby Fresh should be not the exception. She should be the rule. Yeah. Like, when mm-hmm. there is a good online presence yeah. and someone with great engagement who has, like, their audience knows what they mm-hmm. what they get, there should be a collaboration there. Like, it's, it's baffling that nobody wants to put that money behind it. I mean, except for... And when you think about it, just like that video that came out about a year and a half or two years ago by Tim Gunn, it's the whole... idea of fashion not this is new for the fashion world Uh because they've always kind of um not kind of they have always catered to like a size zero size two that is the sample size and so it's everything that's happening now is revolutionary in that sense like there's been studies though that show the average size woman is what yeah. 16 16 no, up. Six, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so but like that didn't happen overnight like the fashion industry was just like mm, we're not Pretty gonna much. bother yeah. and they're still doing that to like i don't know it yeah. sucks it's yeah. like i don't want to dress like 10 years older yeah i would like to have some sort of options i feel like right now there's a lot of like compartments that you can either fit into mm-hmm. and like grab and whatever and then build from I don't know. Absolutely. What are you building from these days? Because you're a huge, what is it, um, Eloqui? Eloqui. I love Eloqui. And I think that they they walk a line of where it can look a little matronly. Yeah. And they have those silhouettes that, like, work. And I'm using air quotations. And I forget because we're, <laughs> like, we're talking. Um, that work. And then they do something and they risk it and those are the pieces that sell yeah and so i think even in their brand they're probably curating what works and what people are gravitating to and have their market research but i mean i would love to just have accessibility i would love i don't know and i'm gonna bring like patricio into this patricio loves to shop and it's like mm-hmm. clearly i love to shop i have a ton of clothes in my closet but how do i get them it's all online yeah so he would love to go to the mall and it's hard because mm-hmm. like where do i 
I can't try and close with him. I can't like engage with him. Um, and I think a lot of people who have had thin friends know that struggle of you had to go to the mall and you were like stuck in the accessory section because they didn't have like a plus size yep. section. Forever is doing it. Like if we did, if we think about the mall, Macy's and JCPenney are still kind of struggling with like mm-hmm. cute stuff. Like you can find some pieces sometimes. Yeah. Um, I don't fuck with Nordstrom ever. <laughs> they just don't have my size. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Nordstrom Rack sometimes has. Sometimes. Will have like my yeah. or Calvin Klein. Oh, but where were we <laughs> just recently? Tej went in. It was like yay because he again like Pat loves to shop. Yeah. And it was Nordstrom. It was the anniversary sale. And they, I looked up online, and they have all these plus-size brands. I look around the store, mm-hmm. and they had two racks. Yeah. Um, In all of La Contera Nordstrom, mm-hmm. two dang racks. Yeah. And I'm just like, I guess I'll do the little round and do it again in case I miss something that I might want to try. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go to that tiny little rack that she told me about in the back with maybe 30 items. Um, and I ended up getting, like, a checkered gingham kind of shirt. Yeah. Sleeveless. That's it. Nothing you ever want. And, I mean, it's it's not something you would ever gravitate towards. But you're like, this is the cutest mm-hmm. out of this, and I'll make it work, and it'll be cute. Um, but you're right. Like, why, A, why are we sequestered to, like, some corner in the back? And then why isn't it more? Like, I just don't think brands understand that if you provided, we would come. Mm-hmm. Like, we would come, and we would buy, and we would celebrate that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Sigh. Sigh. And I think that going back to Eloquy, they have opened stores and they recently opened in Houston. I haven't been able to make it, but I'm worried to like go with someone because I feel like I'll be like weirdly emotional being able to go in a store. Can we do a road trip? I know yeah. Candace wanted to go too. Yes, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it'll be a weird experience to be able to go in and not have to go to the back and yeah. just be able, and kind of like with your boutique, like women are able to go in and not feel, where's my section? Yeah. Like it's all your section. Like yeah. whatever you want, you can, you know, it's in your size and I think that's amazing when people are able to take care of this market. Yeah. I don't know. What else? Mm. Any questions? Yes, I do. So transitioning from like the fashion aspect Mm -hmm. of it to the social media kind of very uh, analytical side of it, a lot of people use, not any of us in here, but a lot of people use social media as an escape Mm -hmm. so having it be part of your quote-unquote job Mm -hmm. and like you have a purpose to it like everything you do has a reason and it has intention behind it how do you how do you escape like what is your escape since or do you still do you still think of social media as your escape it is I mean I it's still fun but when you look at it like as a job it can become like I mean even this morning I got up at 6 30 to go shoot before like work and I had to like drag my boyfriend I was like (laughs) I have to get a picture of the day like let's go you have to think about where am I gonna shoot like what locations look good and so you're always on that mindset and so when I can do a fun post like going to the pearl I had no intention of getting on those scooters but I saw like this might be fun and so now I'm trying to incorporate it to be really natural and joyful because sometimes it isn't joyful 
Um, but I don't know. I don't know if I have like an escape. I love TV. Like mm-hmm. I hate that I love TV so much. Girl, no. But I like love. And my poor boyfriend was he. I mean, I think he was throwing shade, but he's like, you just like to sit around and watch TV all day. He's like, yeah, I would watch TV twenty four hours a day if I could. Um, and that's my escape. Wait, what are you watching? Oh my gosh, everything. I'm into really like right now is Sharp Objects on HBO, mm-hmm. which is really good. Um, all the Housewives, minus New York and Potomac. Why minus Wait, New York? Minus New York. We're all... We're done. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, later. Bye. <laughs> um, I've never been able to get into New York, and I don't know if it's because they're so rich. It's Ramona, have, isn't it? Just like, <laughs> no. I just, I can't, I don't know. I can't get into New York. So, yeah, yeah and then and I don't know if it's in your stories or in your posts, but you talk a lot about Bravo. Oh, and I, yes. yeah, I have recently, well, not recently, it's almost been a year already that I've been without cable, but I used to be like a Bravo mm-hmm. fanatic. I could tell you who's with who, who's not with who, the drama behind the scenes, yes. all this, all this stuff. Um, and now I just can't because I'm totally lost. But what would your housewives tagline be? I've n- I always think about it and I, I really, I don't know what it would be. I don't. I don't know. That is a really hard question. I know. It is. That is. I don't know. I would say I'm addicted to the other Coke. But like Coca-Cola. I don't like Coca-Cola. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's a problem for me. For sure. That's I had a Mexican funny. one today. It was delicious. It is. A Mexican Coke? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Interesting. The best Mexican Coke is, like, when you put it in the freezer. And Ooh. it just has that, like, little bit of ice. That's really, like, heaven on a summer's day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who inspires you? I, I'm never someone who has gravitated towards, like, celebrities. I don't like, I don't like celebrities. Like, I don't like the Kardashians. I don't do any of that. I think it's just kind of the women on Instagram who have been able to build it. Like, Gabby Fresh mm-hmm. is a perfect example. Yeah. She, like, won a weird contest on MTV and became, like, a DJ. And then she rolled that out into literally a brand. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is so cool because she was doing this before all of us were doing this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just celebrated her 10-year Yeah in Miami. Better believe I followed all those oh, Instagram yeah, stories. Like, follow, everybody, I gotta follow these stories. <laughs> yes, and I think that being able to build, not only what she's built, she now has her own brand with Nicolette Mason, mm-hmm. like, that's amazing to me. And for people who may have not been listened to if they had been born of a different time and now are moguls and CEOs of their own businesses, I think it's really cool. And that's actually self-made, not Kylie Jenner self-made. Ooh! <laughs> I mean, I can't. It hurts me. <laughs> that headline was just made for that. It was made so people could click and bitch about it. I was just like, she's not. You would know. Guys. You it's out of fine. all people would know. <laughs> right. It's just like no. It's, it's fine. It's okay. Oh my god. What do you hilarious. like to do around town? I mean, you mentioned you, you want to. You eat out a lot. Oh, I love to eat out. Um, I feel like when Patricia and I were like bobbing around town, we did everything. But my sweet little boyfriend, he just is not. Yeah. He, we just don't bob around town as much. Um, but I always tell people, like, if someone's coming to San Antonio for the first time, I always send them the pearl because I think it's so cool that San Antonio has something like that. Mm-hmm. And I never know how to describe it. So I'm like, it's kind of Austin-y, like Dallas-y, because it's not something that I think San Antonio has had before. Um, I want to go to more, like, really local places and 
I love being downtown if I don't have to park down there. Um, <laughs> Except for I Candy Boutique, because she's coming to visit. Yeah, because I'm going to have to like, park as close as I can um, and have a safety net with me. Um, so, yeah, I, I love to be around town, but I really like TV. That'll be my first choice always. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What else is there? I don't know. Do you have any questions for us? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, from when you look, especially because you run a boutique, you have to, I think, be versed in who around town, I mean, is, like, trending or especially, like, you with writing. Like, what do y'all look for on Instagram that, like, drives each of your careers or like what are your biggest pet peeves what inspires you guys that's like a million questions Mm -mm. um i look i don't necessarily look for like number of followers Mm -hmm. i look at engagement and how their audience really responds to somebody Mm -hmm. um as far as what was the other thing i guess like pet peeves on instagram Like, what would drive you away from following somebody or... I don't know if it would drive me away from following somebody, but one of my pet peeves on Instagram or Facebook are people that post selfies, multiple selfies a day. (laughs) Day after day after day after day. If if your feed is all selfie, I'm not following it. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I'm all about, like, yeah, self-love. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, like, four selfies a day, each in the same position, just, like, different Snapchat (laughs) uh, filters, then I'm going to have to turn you off because that's Mm -hmm. just too much. So I think on my end, just recently I had a – I don't even need to say it, but I went to a restaurant and I tried a dish – and I didn't really care for it. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I still posted a photo because people love that spot. Right. And so I was like, went and had it, 6 out of 10 whatevers. Mm-hmm. Mm. And maybe a few days later, they took the image and posted it on theirs. But they changed the caption. They changed the repost. Mm-hmm. And so I went on there and I was like, um. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to message because then they'll see it and they won't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think with me, it's like, if you use my image and you change the caption, then it means that I somehow endorse it. Right. And as a food writer, it's like, no, I actually was saying I did not, that salad was okay to medium. It was Mm -hmm. not anything to write home about. Um, and so I was like, and they wrote back, thanks for the pick. It was great. Or thanks for coming by. Great pick. (gasps) And I was like, can you restore my original caption, please? And they deleted the photo, and then they watched my stories, and I put something about, like, don't be shady. Because, like, don't be shady. Yes. Oh, yeah. And my, here's my, yeah, it's just, like, and then a few days after that, somebody posted a photo of, like, they reposted a photo of Ham. And I actually haven't addressed this one, but it weirded me out, period. Like, it was just not even, like, angry. It was just, like, that's weird. Mm -hmm. Like, why would you use someone else's dog who Mm -hmm. lives in a completely other, like, a complete other city to advertise something that isn't dog-related? What? Yeah. That's so weird. It was, like, a a Wolf Wednesday kind of situation, and I was, like, I don't get it. Yeah. And also for the 30 legs that my dog gave you, like, (laughs) it's not worth it. Like, why? Where did they even? They live in, like, Irving. 
But they found you, you think, because they followed you? I think. Or they they found it through the hashtag? No, they found it. They follow me. I might follow Mm -hmm. them. I don't Mm -hmm. know. But they took a photo of him and they, like, gave me credit. But it was still, like, my dog does not, is not your marketing tool. Right, right. Oh, so they didn't ask you before they posted it, obviously. But, again, if I were, if I were using their product, if they had a Mm dog-friendly product and I was, like, Pam loves his whatever, go for it by all means. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But no. And so I was just like, what? And I told TJ, but I got busy and then I never dealt with it. Yeah. And now it's been like a few weeks. But I don't like when weird. people do that. I don't like when people change my captions or edit my photos. It's just like, please don't. Like, mm-hmm. I, there are, just don't do it. Yeah. But I think on the other hand, that's what makes you so good about tagging. Like when posting happens the other way and we're using somebody else's image you always make sure that they're posted or we get the okay from them and everything like that. I mean, I'll do repost just so that they know. And I, if I don't use their caption, I still have it so that it says, like, where mm-hmm. it came from. Yeah. Um, because it's a different audience. It's usually a meme right. and it's, yeah. Um, if it's, like, an actual art thing, mm-hmm. I make, yeah, I try to make sure that the artist is tagged because mm-hmm. that's how they make money. I mean, especially being, with, being friends with Christina... If I was sharing something from Very That and I didn't tag Very That, mm-hmm. what, how is that helping her? Yeah, that's right. so true. Um, I don't know. It just I was talking about this with Christian, but stay in your lane. Like, yeah. if like we all know when we are doing things that we shouldn't be doing. When that's it. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's a tough part about social media, and that's gonna be like a whole literal other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we almost, especially if you're public you people think you sign away your imagery and I think for someone like me I get excited if someone reposts I'm like oh this could engage a different audience this could bring traffic but so far I've been lucky that no one's used my image to endorse something I don't believe in Mm -hmm. or this Mm -hmm. super weird um because I know especially like the plus size market like there's some weird stuff out there and I don't want my images that are wholesome, I say like wholesome, but I'm in a bathing suit, but like just not intended to be risky or sexual or right. anything like that. I don't want to use that way. I want it to be positive and um, engaging with an audience. So yeah, it is, it's a weird thing that you kind of give your permission without giving permission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, it is public domain, but there's so many like laws and regulations that it's just a weird space. What, what advice would you give? Sorry. No, go for it. What advice would you give somebody that's trying to use social media as a platform on their own? Like a business or both? I don't know. I mean, from my side of it, I think the moment that I stopped, I say trying, but I obviously like I'm still trying. I'm like editing my You clothes. woke up at 630. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. There's, there's effort that I put in. And there's yeah. like... Um, an engagement with myself to work on things, but I don't try to fit a box anymore. Like if mm. I want to post a serious caption, I'm going to post it today. My caption was like, you know, I'm Miss Frizzle. Like, and I just do whatever I just do whatever I feel at the moment. And I think that what people really respond to, like if you're wanting to be, and I know influencer is such a dirty word and there's <laughs> been so many like influencer just become something that, Influencer is a good thing because I think you can, people like Gabby and Nicola mm. Mason and Tess Holiday, they're all influencers. But then you have people, and I think there are so many people in our own city that I just like roll my eyes at, not because I'm not 
supportive of what they're doing. Like, do your thing, be a girl boss or a boy boss, like, do whatever. But it's just weird the way they go about it. And that, I think that being your genuine self, people really respond to that. Mm. And that's when you can see people really want to follow you because they like who you are as a person. Um, even if they may not know you, they find something that's similar to who they are or who they want to be. Have you started getting people coming up to you? Like, oh my God, in yeah. different areas? There were a few events that Pat and I would go to where they'd be like, Men's Society, and that's always weird. Um, but yeah, it has to be if we're like out at something that's influencer related. I don't think that I have like people on the street yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. Just waiting. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica loves it. I had someone do it today at the pool. No. Oh, I oh, remember. You. I saw that. I saw that you posted that. That is yeah, so funny. She was a sweet, sweet lady. So. She sounded like she was. <laughs> but it was like me, 8 in the morning, like not awake, like thanks, <laughs> running away. Yeah. I think if I can wake up, I want to try that with you. It would be fun. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I saw this morning that you did that. I was telling Nelson we should have our own, like, Gabby Fresh oh, reunion right. thing. <laughs> I can't even like, though, because I can't afford to yeah, go to Miami. No, we can't do it. <laughs> I mean, I was just thinking Beverly Pool. <laughs> but, uh, just as exclusive as the house next exactly. to Shakira. I'm just uh-huh. saying. Mm-hmm. Nobody can get in here. <laughs> um, yeah. Any, I don't know. Anything else you want to share? Anything else? Anything you want to plug? know about you? Um, no. I, I mean, obviously, if you want to follow me, great. If you not... <laughs> liking anything I do super great too just do your thing <laughs> like I told my boyfriend I was like I think how many of how many sorry it cut you yeah. off how many blog like how many people have y'all blocked like we're getting zero a lot. oh you mean like the ones that I block are people that tag me that I don't know that look like they're from I Saudi mean, Arabia obviously bots are a different thing yeah but like how many people have you blocked I haven't blocked anybody wow a few a few I wish I could say, like, oh, the negative comments don't, like, hurt. They don't hurt my feelings anymore. I think that's just being confident in yourself. I don't even look at your comments. I guess, do people still come out of the woodwork sometimes? Yes, and it's random. That time I posted, like, I was wearing those weird linen pajama shorts. It was so hot. Yeah. Mm. Everyone was suit, And that's one of those posts where I was like, this is not, even my boyfriend was like, I don't like this photo. (laughs) I was like, I don't care. Like, I don't have anything to post. I got to post this. Yeah. Um... But it did so well, and people were like, yes, do it, girl. Short shorts. And I was, then, yeah, I didn't even know where you got them from. I need to go check. <laughs> oh, ASOS, guys. Mm. Um, and then someone was like, this is disgusting. Mm. And I was like, and I, and I commented something crazy on there, and then I blocked them, and I was like, that made me feel better in the moment. Mm-hmm. But I don't get a lot, thank goodness, I don't get a lot That's of okay. hate. I don't, and I don't even think it makes me sad. It's just like, what? Why? Why yeah. do these people have time just to do that? Having this positive experience, just please. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of why, not why, but that's one of the reasons that I'm not so forthcoming with, like, anxiety struggles as often as I could be or should be. Because I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to read the comments. And here's another one. Fun, 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 fun fact happened just this weekend. I'm a food writer. Right. I've been writing about food for 10 years. I've been eating it for a lot longer. <laughs> Only a couple. <laughs> just a few bites. Um... But I had someone message me in regards to something that I'd been adding to my smoothies, 
because it's the, recently I started doing cauliflower. Oh, yeah. uh, I love cauliflower. So is that why you went into your cauliflower explanation? Yeah, no, this was after. Mm. I, that's when I shared the, the facts, the mm-hmm, cauliflower facts. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know me, I'm a journalist. I need a fact. <laughs> um, Back it up. But they messaged me, and here's my thing. Unless I'm flat out asking you for advice, mm-hmm. stay in your fucking lane. <laughs> well, that goes back to, and I think that's why I have an aversion to doctors. And it, I never, I've always considered myself to have a certain privilege. Um, because all bodies look different. But I think there are some bodies that are more acceptable than others. And yeah. so I've always known that I have a certain privilege. And I think that if you know it and you acknowledge it, whatever. But I had this weird growth, like, under my boob, and I was like, oh, gosh, now i got to go to the doctor. And my mom worked for an OBGYN. She's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to come here. And she was a really sweet lady, and she was complimenting me. She's like, you're so beautiful. You look like your mom, blah, blah, blah. And then I showed her, and first of all, it was, like, a pimple because it was, like, the summer, and it was rubbing. And so it was something super benign. But she's like, honestly, if you lost weight, like, you wouldn't have this anymore. And it made me feel like, okay, like, You'd still I have feel to wear like a bra. anyone can get this. Like, why am I being chastised? She was like, and this could lead to long-term complications, and your weight could lead to cancer. And it was such a jarring experience, and I've never had that before. And I think that's when I was like, I'll stay. And I, but a lot of, you know, fat women have that experience with doctors, is that they could go in for, I cut myself, and it's because they're right. overweight. Like, and so it goes back to that place of people want to police you. Right. So that, mm-hmm. oh, and that set me off. I was like, yeah. I can't believe I didn't message you. No. Girl, I was. The cauliflower thing? Yes. <laughs> what did they say? It doesn't matter okay. what they say. Okay, so here's well, what they said. Well, you don't have said. to say it. You don't have to say it. They said, <laughs> hey, that's cool that you're adding that, but, and I love that. But, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, hell oh, here no. we go. <laughs> because of what followed was. I think green leaves are actually much more healthy, and that's what I add. Um, And cauliflower isn't really nutritional because it's white. Oh, my gosh. And then a heart at the end. Were they a nutritionist? No. They never are. They never jump up and down my fat ass because I didn't ask for that. And then so I was like, lol, okay. And they respond immediately. Thought you were asking. And I was like, lol. And I'm pretty sure I got unfollowed, but you know what? Why I did you even give respond to that? Because I wasn't going to let them think that they could give me yeah. knowledge that I've already had. Mm. Yeah. And also, unless you're a fucking nutritionist that can spout off what the cauliflower holds, you don't tell me. Yeah. No. But again, what she saw was poor brown fat girl. Mm-hmm. I need to educate her. She doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. But I think what people don't understand is I've been in this body my whole life. Like, right. I know what works for it. I know what doesn't. I probably understand more about nutrition than you do. And just to be honest about me, like, there's, there's periods in my life where I just don't care. Like, I want to eat what I want to eat. And I want to do what I want to do. And there's periods where I go into this health place. And I was listening to y'all's podcast on the way home where you talked about your panic attack. And just being more conscientious. is like, you know what? Like, I want to be more conscientious. But I think that in my early 20s, it was about being thin, and now I could care less if I lost one pound. Yeah. I just want to feel healthy, and I wish I had that mentality when I was younger or someone told me that because it could have changed everything about my, I don't want to say aversion because I'm not averted to it, but it could have changed the way I felt about exercise 
and nutrition and all of that. Mm-hmm. And that's hard. But we don't look at, like, Victoria's Secret for that example, just to bring it all full mm-hmm. circle. But we don't look at Victoria's Secret and think they're so healthy. But some people do. We some think people equate those girls bread. probably haven't. But we think the, bread the for amount like of like the, yeah. the Victoria's Secret diets that they go on yeah. right before they go yeah, on right. do the shows, mm-hmm. and it's not assumption because people do um, they'll do like Buzzfeed videos on how the right. how they work how out they, how the yeah. angels work out, yeah. and it's just like if they're angels, am I a am I a devil? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's a soundbite right there. But really, like. We've, that's what we've been conditioned with since we were teens. So, Always. But why can't it be both? Why no, can't I'm not both saying people... it can't be. I'm yeah. just saying that's what we were given yeah. and shoved down our throats. Yeah. yeah. So all of a sudden, like, oh, hey, health is nice. If mm-hmm. that had been the case, then maybe most of us might have tried harder or might have come to, like, not hate ourselves mm-hmm. sooner. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, it set me off, and I was just, like, texting my sister and Monty and, like, a few other friends, like, can you believe? I was livid, dude. That I, is so crazy. It's yeah. just, like, unless... Here's the thing. I'm giving you this info. I'm sharing this with, with, with followers, mm-hmm. and if they want to do it, cool. If they want to ask questions, cool. And yeah. I will try to answer to the best of my abilities. But my thing doesn't say, like, LD. <laughs> it doesn't say any of that yeah. sort of stuff. Um, and I, I mean, I just answered somebody today, like, hey, I'm still learning myself and I'm trying to add more of this, but yeah, I just kind of go and wing it. Mm-hmm. But for someone to, who doesn't know me, who only sees what I eat based on photos that I post every other day mm-hmm. to make those assumptions about my diet and my food and not realize that we literally eat vegetarian every night. Yeah. Like, okay. and she would not have done that to another skinny person. No. She would not have done that. Like, it's it, you have to check yourself. You have to... Mm-hmm. The next time it's like, well, I do. Like, how about you don't? <laughs> Just don't. Like, it'll be fine. Like, maybe if they have questions, you can talk. Maybe yeah. if she said... Or there could have been... Yeah, there could have been... I was just going to say, there was probably, like, three other scenarios or three other ways she could have gone if around. If she had said, hey, I like to make smoothies, too. Let me know yeah. if you ever have any questions. Yeah. Cool. But literally, like, and I could not feel more justified. When I looked up all the shit, all the good shit that's in cauliflower, I was like, I'm okay. I'm good. Yeah. I mean, that that just goes back to people love to play MD when your body doesn't look a certain way. Right. And that's tough. Anyway, Jessica went off. Too much, too much rosé. <laughs> Where's the other leader of it? I know, right? We have not even... Oh, here we go. Did we make a dent? No. Um... <laughs> Wait, I don't know. I mean, are we are we Dunsies? Do we want to? I think so. Do you have yeah. any final messages? I would just say, if you're someone who struggles with your body, we all do. But wear what you want. Like, don't save a good outfit for next year. Mm-hmm. You just never know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Be who you are and who you want to be now, because I mean, it's just all you have. Like, just take advantage of the day we're in amen yes. yeah. i fully endorse that message that was good at calming down <laughs> <laughs> talking about self-care are we gonna do a um like a theme song for our self-care segment we should damn dang it i should have we did tj <laughs> splashing water though <laughs> 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 um yeah, 
that? What do you, what do you do for self care? Is that a thing that you're? I don't think I was self caring at twenty nine though. So, um, <laughs> I mean, there are things I love, and there are things I need in my life. I makeup is something I'm not crazy about, but I love red lipstick, and that's what I'll invest in. Mm-hmm. Everything else is pretty much like this looks okay. And, and that's what I do. Yeah. Um, face wash, the only thing I need is Lush Ocean Salt. Mm-hmm. And that's what I exfoliate with in my Clarisonic. And then I have, like, an Olay cleanser. But I'm trying to integrate just conscientious self-care. So making sure I'm drinking enough water. I was going to say, like, yeah, self-care doesn't have to mean yeah, buying stuff. absolutely. Yeah, just drinking more water. Um, I brought bananas back into my life because it was like, I need my potassium. <laughs> and especially because I get like shin splints so easy. So when mm. I start working out and I can feel I'm like, yeah, I need potassium in my life. And my boyfriend's keto. So bananas are like a huge no, no. Mm-hmm. And I try to be keto for, you know, three days <laughs> and it just, it just is not fun for me. Like I want my fruits and yeah. I'm going to have like this pasta. Um, so yeah, I brought bananas back in my life. So I mean, there are things, and I think just healthy girl time can be self care, just making sure you have those relationships. But I don't know, self care is sometimes so kitschy. It it has it's gone it to that point kitschy, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've tried to take it the other way. I think for a minute there, I was like, yes, masks all the week, yeah. like every weekend, masks. <laughs> all the baths, all the baths. Um, and honestly, I'm still going to do the bath though, because I started like working out <laughs> this week. Bath, so I yeah. need to, I need the bath. Otherwise my body's like the tin man. <laughs> um, but I'm trying to journal a little bit more. And oh, I am good. trying mm-hmm. to like, in the mornings I wake up and I hang out for a minute. Yeah. I, I read a book the other day. Did I tell you about this? I saw it on Instagram. I was like, guys, I'm reading a book. Like, everyone should know. Yeah. Um, and that's not something that I, I'm able to do very often. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm trying to get back into that. But uh, Crazy Rich Asians is coming out, and I oh, needed yeah. to read it. I was like, I need to see it, and I need to read it beforehand. Um, yeah, that was kind of it for me. And I, I am taking my CBD. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like one little thing. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> one step at a time. What are you doing? Uh, I've been very bad this week. I haven't, no. <laughs> I haven't done anything. Like, I... What'd able, you do Monday? I was able to ignore calls. That's self-care. Yeah. That is true. I think that's self-care. the thing that I'm proudest of myself. That's good. Yeah. But what else did I mean, like, I feel like you're not telling us something. Oh, no. I helped, I helped, um, my friend Mike move. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that was not self-care. No, that's That was self-care. packing no. and moving and sweating. That's selfless, <laughs> really. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna have to wait till next Monday to... Throw in some self-care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. But you also did, like, hang time with the babies, didn't you? Oh, I did! Oh, that could totally count. I think that so. That was on Saturday. Smelling baby heads. Oh, mm. my gosh. They're so cute. And then I was carrying Frankie, and so when I was... She was, like, falling asleep, oh. and her little hand was on my thumb, and it was, like, wrapped around my thumb. It was so <laughs> cute. Yeah. I love when babies grab your hand like that. Mm-hmm. That's the best. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, every time I see them... It's because one of my best friends had twins and so this month is actually their half month or half birthday so they're going to be six months um and so i'm sure we'll do a little birthday party or something for them exciting yeah so that was refreshing i got to spend time with the baby i mean really anything that makes you feel better and feel like life affirming Mm -hmm. soul affirming this is true 
I'm sure there's others. I feel bad for saying that, and I don't, I'm not, like, I think, ungrateful. I I'm think just, one thing that you're really good at is being alone. Yeah. Like, you know when you've had enough, and mm-hmm. you tuck yourself in. <laughs> I wish I would tell myself that, because I usually fall asleep on the couch and then tuck myself into bed. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like, I could text her, like, right before leaving the shop, yeah. like, let's go do this, and mm-hmm. she's like, mm-mm. No, that takes a strong personality to be like, nope, I'm good. Yeah. And I think yeah. I've learned that because yeah. I wasn't always, I would be more like saying yes to everything, mm-hmm. but I think I've learned to, when I hit my limit, I know that I need to kind of take it back. Well, yeah. and I think we're both extroverts, but at a certain point, like we hit a, like a max, like mm-hmm. that's enough. And yeah. with customers, like I cannot imagine. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not so much that customers are hard. Mm-hmm. You just it's have to just, be on yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And you need to go to the shop so you can see her because I know it I'm, is. I need to come. She's just like your new best friend when you go in there. Yeah. Well, any, any other any other time is not. Yeah. Customers are hard because you really are, and especially when you're in retail and in the moment, to be on all day is so exhausting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I consider myself rewarding. lucky though because I don't have anybody that's like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um. Or, you know, customers that we would have uh, at Lane Bryant or Forever 21. I oh, count my yeah, blessings yeah. that they're not the customers that I have. Yeah. So I consider myself lucky in that respect. But it is talking to a lot of people. So Do you get a lot of tourists? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Especially during the summer. Mm-hmm. It's like 60 tourists, 40 local. Wow. 60% is... tourists, 40% local. So it's like, how's your day going? What do you have on your to-do list yeah. while you're here? Have you checked this out? Have you checked that out? How are you? How did you decide to come to San Antonio? See? Mm-hmm. Like, she's yeah. like a so, little concierge. <laughs> I do. And I don't mind yes. it because I like being, you know, the welcome wagon to San Antonio if yeah. other people aren't um, going to be like that for them. So... I don't mind it, but yeah. It's rewarding. I mean, mm-hmm. connecting with people is super rewarding. Yeah, and mm-hmm. not growing up. I grew up in San Antonio, but I never really went downtown, mm-hmm. so I get to, I get a new perspective on it yeah. through their eyes, so it's cool. That is fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, but if somebody asks me to happy hour at 7 and I'm not feeling it, I'm going to go home to if my If she's pajamas. made it home, it's over. Mm-hmm. That's she, how I am. Yeah. Yeah. I think that my true motto is like I came and I saw and I left early. <laughs> I'm not trying to stay the whole time. I get very backseat Drake if I'm not having it. Yep. Do y'all know backseat Drake? He's like, he's there's a meme where he's just like so grumpy in the backseat, <laughs> and that was me at every sorority outing, just like so upset they were out past ten. <laughs> I go home, I'm sweaty. This is not fun. <laughs> there was like. Three sororities at UTSA. I'm like shocked that you got in one. Yeah. Now there are seven. Whoa. Oh, wow. There are seven. Nice. Mm-hmm. How cool are you? Oh. There was like, this isn't self care anymore, but there was <laughs> that one chapter or one group that was like Latinas. Oh, what was it? Was it Katie Kai or Katie Kai? Kai. Yep, Katie Kai. I partied with That's them for right. a minute. Shut you should have joined. I was Katie Kai. Kai. Yeah, yeah, I'm in from Texas State. Oh, yeah. I love the it. Omicron chapter. I'm so disappointed with myself. No. Oh, that's really? Gamma's. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> I know that's a whole nother. Oh no. That's a whole nother no. crew. What? What? I'm gonna have to tell you behind the scenes stories. No, oh, just my God, kidding. Yes. They're good. <laughs> okay. In retrospect, I mean we're all just trying to, you make know, friends. make friends yeah. and and have a community when we're away from college. So what am I gonna do for that? 
Yeah. It's just certain people within certain organizations. Oh my god, I'm gonna cut you off right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta go. What you gonna say? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Too much room. We've had an, an entrance to each segment. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening to I Do Podcast. Thank you to Ranya for hanging out with yes. us. Yes. We appreciate having you here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I'm glad I bugged her. <laughs> I was like, Thank um, you for answering the message. Yeah, <laughs> it was so fun. Um, um, rate, subscribe, review, listen. Oh yeah, listen, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we're on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, um, just about anywhere. So you really have no excuse. Um, we're looking at you. Yeah, <laughs> you in the back. <laughs> But yeah, thank you for listening. And as always, don't forget to own your I moment. Bye. Bye.